Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now that's what I'm talking about. Just let this play. We'll be fine. Colin, did you know that EJ Becker is a major Eric Church fan? I do now. So he's he's happy with the you're, choice. You're you're talk this is like talking over Billy. <laughs> yes. Uh EJ Becker is in for John Grayson today. You are already standing at the standing. This is odd. I haven't had this much adrenaline in three and a half years. That this was the last a, time. This is a ball. I'm having a riot. This is <laughs> great. This is, yeah, the last time I was uh, in this room on the air behind a microphone was uh December of twenty nineteen. And then on January 1st, I went part-time and never, you know, didn't come back in the room. And then like three months later, nobody else came back in the room either. I was going to say, what a strange time for you to have, like, if you had known a few months later, what was going to happen. That everybody else was going to work from home too. Yeah. Cause it's really funny because that's when John started was December of 2019. Okay. And we joke about that too, that three months, he got to have three months here mm-hmm. in studio mm-hmm. and then three months to experience Kansas city in a normal way, and then everybody went home and nothing was ever the same. The crazy thing for me was that, uh, you know, you started to hear people say in March of, when did when did we go home from here, March or April, when people started to go home because of COVID, they were like, oh, no, man, I got to work from home. I don't know how it's going to be. And I'm like, I've been doing it for three months. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes. But uh, then I'm back in this room, and it's like, I, I, I can't imagine not doing it from this room, sitting here, you know, with my partner doing whatever I'm doing. So I'm, it's great. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. I'm having a great time. This is great. I appreciate you being here. And it's, it's, it's funny for me to sit here and watch you now. Because now you're up and you're moving the microphone around. I am. And you're, you're gestury and energetic. and I'm a little scared. We usually don't have this much energy <laughs> on the show at... 11 a.m. and I see you. John doesn't stand there with no, a standing John desk. Stand, John had a standing desk like once last week, mm-hmm. and that didn't last very long. I think I so. will be up and down. I have a standing desk at home as well that you just press a button and up okay. it goes and down it goes. So I'm I'm used to that. And for all the years that I was in here doing the morning show, I would have loved to have had a standing desk. I used to get. I had uh, the the general manager at the time complained because I made a standing desk. Out of the, the cardboard right. boxes that the paper reams come in. Oh, that's awesome. I made a standing desk. Did it look terrible and shoddy and all that? Of course it did. But it, it, you know what? I was able to do the show standing up. The ratings were good. No, you know, but still, he complained. I'm learning a lot. I think this is the first time we've met. It I is. I'm, 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 I've casually met others that have popped in near and there, here and far. Uh-huh. Whatever is as we've gone through the last years, I think it's been over a year now since I've been here. So yeah, it was August of last year, wasn't it? Something like August that, of last year, I think. So yeah, it's it's 
Nice to get to. What are your impressions so far, Colin? I didn't know you did impressions. <laughs> no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the kind of dad joke we expect. There you go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you accuse me of dad jokes. Jamie, it's not an accusation. Jamie and I have been very good friends since we both started here in 2007. Jamie is part of the family. Jamie yeah. and little EJ are very good friends. And so she makes fun of me and accuses me of telling dad jokes all the time. It's EJ, not an accusation. It's an observation. EJ, you know it's not right. What? Left. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't get me hear, started. I'm here you, for it. Do you hear who's in the hospital? No. Sick sick people. Oh. Terrible Joke Tuesday is Tuesday and on a different show. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah, because I'm not going to be here on Tuesday. That's why you chose it. Correct. Yes. That'll be Nivens. Get ready for that. That'll be that'll be Nivens for four solid hours on Tuesday of next week. Um, John Grayson's doing great. For those who are um, those who are wondering if you missed that, John uh, had bariatric surgery today. It was early this morning. I've been texting with the wife. He's doing great out of surgery in recovery. Everything's going well, but that explains his absence today and all of next week. Yes, that explains so. the insane amount of adrenaline that's being mocked. Is it coffee or is it what is this? Is it is it oh, adrenaline or is it caffeine? I, I think I think caffeine is probably part of it. I never, ever, ever drank coffee when I did the morning show. Ever. Could you imagine? I mean, uh, Ellen would have been through the roof every single day. There would have been no way. I've only started drinking coffee for fun because I like it because it's enjoyable mm-hmm. uh, recently. So this may be coffee. It may just be I'm having fun. So okay. I mean, there you go. Good either way. Yeah. As like long I, as I'm having fun. Right? I'm kind of used to Nivens will has his own brand of that sometimes. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm. I'm not used to anyone standing, though. This is that's going to weird me out at, at some point here. You're going to have to sit at I some point. Stand. We could all just stand. I yeah, can barely ahead. see you. Go ahead. There you go. He's standing too now. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not sure. I think I Jay- mess with the mic. Colin, I think Jamie is standing as well. The short jokes. Yeah, that's nothing new. <laughs> that's nothing new at all. Go ahead, Jamie. Sit down. This is the point at which I've lost all control. This is very Nivens-like, where at some point I lose all control and the boys take over. Yes. That's completely oh something I'm used to. Oh all right. Go. Dramatic pause. Take it, take and then it away. We're going to do some actual stuff now. Um, okay. So we saw the story this morning out of Florida. Um, so again, we've had this happen where you have kids who take mom or dad's keys in the middle of the night, take the car and take off. And this is one of the more extreme versions of the story that we've heard here in quite a while. And we had a lot of questions about this. And if you do too, feel free to jump in here. So uh, you have a 10 year old who was behind the wheel, took his 11 year old sister out with him in the middle of the night. Um, The car was reported stolen out of Northport, Florida at uh, let's say one or two o'clock in the morning probably is when they left. So they take mom's keys, they get in mom's car and they take off driving on I-75, which tells you how fast they were going. Uh, they end up getting 200 miles from home oh my. before they are stopped. Three hours away from home is how far away they were. So deputies from the, is it Alachua County? Is that how you pronounce uh, it? Alachua, that's a I think county I never ran into it. I lived down there. I think it's Alachua. So deputies from the Alachua County Sheriff's Office spot a white sedan driving along I-75 near Gainesville. They pull them over, and the reason they pulled them over is not because they were driving erratically. It's because the car had been reported stolen, and they just happened to see a white sedan, ran the plates, and see the car's been reported stolen. So they never they never spot it because it's the middle of the night. They never spot who's driving, and they don't realize it's a 10-year-old. Can you imagine? Can you? Would you? Would you dash cam video? 
of yeah. Step out of the car We've with got your it. hands up, please. We've got the images. Oh my. Yeah. Because imagine the look on the officer's face when he tells them to open the doors, get out, put and and come towards me backwards with your hands up, and it's a ten year old. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at that like a little ten year old too. I mean, not that ten year olds are ever. Big, but I mean, it's it's clearly a kid. Yeah. You would not mistake this for an adult. This was the Facebook post from the county sheriff. Uh, at about 3.50 in the morning, deputies located a white sedan going on I-75 in the city of Alachua. The vehicle reported stolen out of Northport, causing deputies to conduct a high-risk traffic stop. Much to their surprise, deputies observed a 10-year-old male driver exit the vehicle along with his 11-year-old sister. It was learned they had been reported as missing to the Northport Police Department and that the stolen vehicle belonged to their mother. They got a hold of mom. Mom drove the three hours to go get them and declined to pursue charges. There is a lot to get into here. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. 913-586-7798 if you want in. So I will tell you that um, there have been about 200 comments made on this Facebook post by the county sheriff. And a couple of questions come in a lot. One is... Why there there are suspicions about why the kids escaped? That's the word they're using. Escaped in the middle of the night. Like what is going on in this house that those kids felt the need to leave in the middle of the night? We don't know anything about that, and but that's the assumption that's being made. There are questions about how they got the keys. There are questions about whether mom should have some responsibility here for them being able to get a hold of those keys, and just the idea that they take off. Like when were they going to stop? How, did they have a destination? Like, I wonder, like, did dad live somewhere? I mean, what was what was the motivation behind going 200 miles before they were stopped? My first thing is, uh, God bless mom, because you know she was worried like crazy. Secondly, my thing is, after everything you just said, one word comes to mind. Impulsiveness. Maybe yeah. they didn't escape. Maybe mom didn't do anything wrong. Maybe... Uh, the alarm wasn't set or they didn't have an alarm. It Could it have just been impulsiveness? Just straight up. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm awake. Hey, sis, there are the keys. Let's go. Boy, how do you, if that's true, how do you as a parent prevent that from happening? I don't know. Well, first thing is, I looked it up already <laughs> because we had these in our home. I don't like chains on the doors. Okay. I don't trust them. I think you can rip them out. That's but valid. we used to have a childproof lock on our uh, on the house. Uh, on the doors, you will remember them. They mm-hmm. were up high. You'd have had a heck of a time reaching them. They were up high. Hold on a second. Colin, you remember that thing that we played yesterday, the sound of the guy imitating the sound of the F-35? That's what he's on the phone. That's what we need to get out and play every time he makes a short trip. Go on. <laughs> and they're, they go up high. They're, but they're really solid, spring-loaded, hard-to-open locks. So not only does the child have to get up to it, which it can't, Mm -hmm. but now the child has to not only have the strength to pull on that spring, but also know which way to manipulate it. Because you've got to manipulate it two or three ways to get this thing open. That's the first thing I'm thinking is those need to be on the door if you have an impulsive child who is only partially likely to do something like this. And that, I think, I'm not judging mom here, okay? And the last thing I'm going to do is judge mom. But you... You sort of have to know your child, and is that a possibility? And, I mean, Mom could have gone 10 years without ever fathoming that little Johnny was going to grab those car keys and go. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't happen until it happens for the first time. Yep. Like, you never suspect it's going to happen until the first time it happens, which might have been this. Mom could have been just as shocked as the rest of us.
that this is going on. And here's the other thing, too. Some of this is spe- – we're never going to know. Yeah. We're never going to know because these sorts of things are private. But I know somebody's got experience with an impulsive child. Somebody's got experience with this kind of thing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> the, the, you know, yeah. let us know what, what, was it, what was it like. What did your child do? What yeah. was the situation you found yourself in? Yeah, and what do you do with your car keys? Because this comes up a lot about just the kids taking off in the car mom's sleeping or whatever and the kids take off in the car and i can't believe i'm asking this but like what do you do with your car keys to make sure your child doesn't take off with your car in the middle of the night 913-586-7798 uh we'll get to your calls your comments coming up ej becker and for john grayson back here in just a few minutes on kmbz happy rainy red friday happy to have you with us here john grayson out today hanging out with ej becker for a while Talk about the story out of Florida, if you missed the beginning of this, and we're getting a lot of texts, some new questions to be talking about with this one. So uh, this is earlier in the week, um, at about midnight or one o'clock in the morning, a 10-year-old boy and his 11-year-old sister take off in mom's car. And they go for, it's not a joy ride. It's not just a little cruise around town. They get on I-75. So it starts in Northport, Florida, which is on the uh, west coast of Florida. Yeah, down by Fort Myers. And they take off in mom's car, a white sedan. They get on I-75. They get 200 miles away from home mm-hmm. when Alachua County deputies, they have been told about a stolen vehicle. Mom at some point woke up, noticed her two kids missing, and her car was gone. So she reported the kids missing. She reported the car stolen. <laughs> Sheriff's deputies are on I-75, and they spot the stolen car. They don't stop it because the driver is speeding or because it doesn't stay in its lane. They stop it because it's stolen. Much to their surprise, behind the wheel is a 10-year-old boy and his 11-year-old sister in the passenger seat. Mom drives the 200 miles to go pick him up, decides not to press charges. Few questions are coming in. The question I asked was, how do you punish the 10- and 11-year-old so that they don't do this again? A couple of you are asking about whether a 10- and 11-year-old know that this is wrong. Parent, I turn to you. Boy, that's a tough one. Because my first response to that is, don't their brains keep growing till they're 26? Okay. Yes. I, and here's the thing, though. I have a six and a half year old boy. He knows right from wrong. Question is, can he act on it? He's certainly not mature enough to act on it many times, depending on the situation. So in this case, that's a tough one. Because a 10 year old is more mature and should know more right from wrong than a six and a half year old, but I'm going to go with marginally. So you're still only 10 and Boy. do you have something else going on? So that's a question. Do too. you have something else going on? Because yeah. for instance, think ADHD. If a 10 year old has ADHD, he could have the emotional and social maturity of not a 10 year old, mm-hmm. but of a seven or eight year old, which puts him down in the category with my boy, not up in the category with the 10 year old. Boy, but at 10 years old, don't you know? I mean, I knew not to take mom's car. So what is it that we learn that keeps us from doing that? Did you know not to take mom's car or did it just never occur to you that that's something you would do? Probably both, but why didn't it occur to me? Because you know it's not the right thing to do. Right. You're not, you're 10, you're not 16. Right. You're not driving a car. So what is the lot? Is it because you're told not to touch other people's stuff? Is it because you are told explicitly, don't take mom and dad's car in the middle of the night, which is not something that would occur to me to ever have to tell a kid, but maybe has to be told? Because that's, it's a child. It's a 10-year-old child. You just put the idea in that child's head if you ever had to say that to him. Right. 
and you don't want to you don't want to open the door if you don't have to. How do you punish a ten, she's not pressing charges and that's fine it's Florida. What do you do to the 10 and 11 year old to impress upon them this cuz I, I said off the air I assume speed limit on I-75 is 70 75 miles an hour probably. It is remarkable that they drove for 3 hours and I don't know where they were headed but they drove for 3 hours there was no damage to the car yeah. no one was injured they weren't speeding i mean there was no they did just fine but it could have been disastrous how do you you don't punish for things that haven't happened but what do you do 9135767798 586 it changed it did <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's 9135867798 it's it's this number right here that number that's right in front of me in great big bold letters yep. that I didn't see. But you have a good memory from what the number used to be. Yeah. 913-586-7798. Because I think that's that's a fantastic question for which I do not have an answer. Uh, meaning, I have a six and a half year old and struggle a lot with how to impress things upon him. Mm-hmm. Because you can be punitive or you can reward a child. And sometimes you run into a child that responds neither to punishment. I wouldn't say doesn't respond to, but maybe doesn't react long-term to punishment or reward the way you might think they would. Which leads me back to the question of what's this, What's the kid got going on? Does he have something going on? How do you punish a 10 and 11-year-old? You could take car keys away. <laughs> you know, how do you... That's great. Somebody's got, a, somebody's got an answer because somebody has had this kind of difficulty with their child before. It's interesting. Somebody on the text line just made a really interesting point. Why did mom report the car stolen... Why not just report them missing and the car missing? That's very insightful. The way I read that is they've never done this before. Yeah. And she would never assume that the kids would take the car. But isn't it an odd coincidence to you that your kids are missing and your car is missing at the same time? Is there a technicality in the law that you have to say stolen in order to send out the alert? That's a very good point. Yes. Because you don't have... There's isn't there like unauthorized use? Like I think somebody borrowed my car, but they would have had access to it. Right. Well, the, you wouldn't assume that in this case. Maybe there's a technicality that you have to say stolen. But it's interesting too, and we'll get to your calls in a sec. That if that's true, because you're right, I, that's probably true. In order to be more urgent about looking for the vehicle, to raise you the report alarm. it stolen. But then wouldn't you also tell them that your ten like wouldn't they also know that your ten and eleven year old are missing? Why were they so surprised it was a ten year old driving? Because that information may have not have gotten to Gainesville. That information okay. may have been given to Northport. Okay, and it may have been in small print at the bottom of the headline text of "Be on the lookout for this car." Maybe so interesting. And maybe mom didn't know. Maybe mom thought, "Uh oh, what's happened to my babies?" Yes, I, I, we've said this before. Like sometimes it's fight or flight. You wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, my kids are gone. And so is the car. And so, and you don't connect the two yeah. because you're just panicked that your kids are gone. Right. And that makes sense, too. All right, let's get a call in here before we take a break. Uh, John, first up out of Lee Summit. Hey, John. Hey, good good morning. Good morning. Hey, I, uh, I was driving when I was nine years old. My mother and my father grew up in the country. They taught me how to drive. My grandmother had arthritis really, really bad. And her car was a manual brakes and no power steering. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't even drive her own car. I had to drive her to her medical doctor's appointment. And at 11, I took my mother's car and drove up and down Benton Avenue and 
Uh, fortunately, I did get pulled over by the police because I was doing 70, going up and down Benton, and uh, they took me down downtown. But, uh, of course, then I started uh, getting into race cars. But, yeah, I was driving when I was nine years old. Were you driving on the interstate at 75 miles an hour? That's how my mother and dad taught me to drive on the interstate because it was less chance of getting indirect. So I used to drive back and forth to Topeka, Kansas all the time. Okay, that makes me cringe, John. I appreciate the call, but that's making me that's making me cringe. Um, just because you did it doesn't mean it was okay. And it makes it hard to say, how do you punish a child for doing this when you're teaching your child to do this? Right, right. All right, 913-586-7798. Callers on hold. Hang with us here. We'll get to your calls next on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. EJ Becker and for John Grayson. Talking about this story out of Florida. Starts in Northport, ends 200 miles later near Gainesville, Florida. 10 and 11-year-old leave in the middle of the night, take off in mom's car. Mom wakes up at some point, sees that her kids are missing, sees that her car is missing, reports the car stolen, reports her kids missing. They do just fine taking this car on I-75 for 200 miles until a sheriff's deputy just notices the stolen car. Notice the car has been reported stolen and pulls it over and is shocked to find the 10 year old boy behind the wheel. I just, uh, we, we talked a couple of minutes ago about some really good, strong locks that you put on your doors instead of chains. I just ordered some and I got a three pack 41% off. I just ordered some because the thing is, because somebody on the text line said in today's day and age, security systems are so inexpensive. How did you not know your child had left? 
I have a security system in the house, Mm -hmm. and if you open any of the doors to the outside, most of those doors, if you open them, the alarm goes off. Mm -hmm. There's no grace period. The alarm goes off, and I'm going to know it. And the other main doors, each one has a distinctive sound. If the front door opens, I know it's the front door. If the garage door opens, I know it's the garage door. Right now, I'm thinking I'm putting the alarm on all of them. So if you find egress from my house, Mm -hmm. I'm going to know it because now I'm terrified that the six and a half year old is going to take the keys and go somewhere. Right now, though, I'm lucky. He can't reach the pedals. He can't. Mm-hmm. He can reach the pedals, but then he can't see. So it should be a short drive. One or the other. Yeah. yeah. Can't 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 do both. This is a terrifying story to me. I would think it's a terrifying story to most any parent, particularly those of us who have young children who aren't quite yet at the steel and keys age of ten. Mm-hmm. The tender. Yeah, because apparently that's it. Steel and keys age of ten. I want to know, was it the boy or was it the sister? Sister put him up to it? Was it him? Who's who This neither- is a boy thing. It may be a boy thing, but how come sister didn't say, this is, no, I'm not going. It's a bad idea. Which makes me have more questions than about why they did it, which we can get to here in a second. 913-586-7798. We'll go to your calls. Is it Tariva in Auburn? Did I hit the wrong, did I? I think Tariva left us. Did I? Ashley is there up in Tariva? Fairfax. Yeah. Oh, there, there we is. go. There she is. I always hit the wrong button. Hi, thanks for the call. Yeah, um, as I was telling him, we were about, I lived, grew up in the country, and I was about, oh, five, I imagine, when my uncle or my grandfather put us in the seat of a pickup truck and said, here, you stir, steer this while they threw hay off of the back of it. And, I mean, we were little, we couldn't begin to, we had to stand up in the seat. But my own kids, again, we were in the country, once we got off the asphalt, I would let them drive when they were tall enough to reach the pedals. So they knew how to drive before they ever had took drivers in. But they also knew you did not take the keys without permission, and you did not touch the firearms without permission. It's the same thing. A vehicle is a deadly weapon, just like a gun. Yeah, Tariva, you made the—I I, I wasn't going to make the analogy. Thanks for the call. But people— Parents who have, I won't say a lot of guns at home, but parents who keep firearms at home and who have kids at home will often tell us the, um, the way you make sure that your kid isn't, doesn't misuse the gun is that you teach them about the gun when some of us might think it's too young, but you also then, that way they understand the dangers of it and so that that way they don't play with it. Now that, that's a conversation for another time that makes me nervous, but that's the argument for that. Uh, and you can call me crazy, but I think that's the I think that's how you have to approach guns with every child, whether you have guns or not. Right. That's how guns were approached when it was Nerf guns with EJ. Is this you don't ever point this at someone. You don't ever shoot it up in the air. You don't the same rules that you teach your children about regular guns, you gotta teach them about the toy guns. Cause to them, there's no difference. Right. They don't understand the difference. Suddenly they end up at somebody's house that has guns, and whoa, Katie bar the door. Texter just said, I used to hang my keys by the door. Now that my son is older, I keep them in my room. I'll, I'll ask you back. How old did your son have to get before you kept him in your room? What's the age we need to be looking for here where you thought, okay, now now I need to keep him away. And at what point does convenience get trumped by common sense? Right. Uh, we have a key box in our house, and the key box does a, key, a lock, like a safe. Mm-hmm. 
but the daily driver keys aren't in there. Should they be? Mm-hmm. And then, even then, if your child really wants those keys, if your child really is in a mood and wants those keys, is that key box going to stop them? Two screws on the wall really right. going to keep them from getting those keys? Right. But at least it helps. Like, at least you've done what you've you know to down. do. Yeah. Yeah. In order to be able to slow down that yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ashley's next up in Fairfax. Hey, Ashley. Hey, guys. We aren't hearing anything about a dad in this case. So I'm wondering if this is a single mom who's, you know, doing the best that she can. I wouldn't have thought at 10 years old that a kid would be yanking those keys. But I bet you she keeps those keys with her from now on. And I love the idea of security systems. The thing that we need to remember is security systems can be overrun. And, EJ, I don't think this of you at all, but a lot of parents underestimate their kids and underestimate what they can and can't do. I mean, when I was in high school, I had a friend who had put the – her dad had put the locks on her windows, and we still snuck out. We overrode those systems. So it really – you know, I think this mom's doing the best she can. I think now she's going to keep her keys with her. Um, But with a car versus a gun, everybody has a car. And everybody uses them. So it's more of an everyday thing for a kid, whereas a gun, it would be more of a curiosity. Both need to be respected as deadly weapons, but most people don't look at a car like it is a deadly weapon, and it can be. And so they don't explain the same things to their children as they would about a gun where they should. Ashley, 100%. Ashley, I think your first point is absolutely spot on. And my heart, first thing I wrote down, my heart goes out to mom. Yeah. Because my guess is this isn't the first time mom has felt overwhelmed. And, and I say that whether there's a mom or a dad, there are plenty of situations like this where mom and dad both are overwhelmed. Or when just dad is alone with the kids and overwhelmed. Heart goes out to them because, again, walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Who knows what she's been through? correct, DJ. When my oldest son was about 10 months old, he had only slept for about three hours at a stretch when he was from the time he was born. So I was sleep deprived and he was cutting teeth. And there was one point I broke down crying and told my husband, we're taking him to the fire station. I'm done. They'll Mm -hmm. take him. I, of course, didn't mean it, but I was just so frazzled at that point. I was literally crying and my ex-husband got me in the car and we went driving around and everything was fine but until you've been a parent and until you've been in that situation and had extremely mischievous children you don't know nope. you don't know how hard it really is nope. yeah thanks for the call ashley Good call ashley i thanks. appreciate Bye-bye. you getting in let me read this text real fast somebody just said i have a 12 year old i cannot imagine she would try to take my car she wouldn't even know how to start it um how can you be so sure I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't underestimate. I know it's hard to think that. I know it's, my kid would never do that, right? Are you sure? Are, are you sure she wouldn't try? I had this discussion with a six and a half year old the other day where he was sitting in the back and said something about driving the car. And I said, you can't drive the car. And he goes, why not? I said, why do you think? He goes, I'm not old enough. I said, that's right. You're not old enough and you don't have the coordination to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm already having that discussion at six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? I, I'd swear by 10, 11, 12, I had watched enough, paid enough attention. I, I imagined back that I wouldn't be quite the superior driver that I am now. Yes. However, 
I could have. Oh, come on. I could have. This 10-year-old kid made it three hours. Here's the story that should scare you and all parents. Listen to this one from the text line. I stole the keys at 13 with my best friend who was also 13. I had a single mom who left her purse at home when she went on dates. She left her car keys in that purse at 13. I took the key to the hardware store and had a copy made. Boom. Now I had keys to the car. We used her car every weekend. And that's 13. There you go. That's your reason right there. Oh, write their telephone number down because they've got stories. Yeah. They've got stories that didn't stop with 13. For that's sure. fantastic. Other, other stories, yeah. 913-586-7798. Uh, we'll keep going here. Jason next up in Raytown. Hi, Jason. Hey, guys. So I grew up on a pretty good-sized farm out in western Kansas. We were about eight miles from the closest town. It was summer vacation, and... Our dad had taught us everything you need to know about farming and mechanics and welding. And at seven years old, I couldn't find anybody to give me a ride into town so I can get a soda pop and a candy bar. How old? Say it again. I was either between, I was right between seven and eight. My birthday's August 20th, and it was right towards the end of the summer break. So anyway, everybody was out doing their thing and all that. And I took the three horse Briggs and Stratton engine off my mom's rotor tiller. And welded it onto my BMX dirt bike and ran the chain. And I was halfway to town, about four miles from town, when the sheriff stopped and whipped around and came up behind me. And he goes, uh, hey, Jace, where are you headed? I said, well, I'm going to town to get a soda. He goes, here, let me give you a ride. So we loaded up in the back of his Ford pickup. And he didn't take me to get a soda. He took me right to where my dad was at the farm implement store. Wow. And my dad goes, well, maybe I should have taught you better than doing something like that. But this kind of goes along with you guys talking about underestimating children. You know, you can teach them so much and you never think they're going to go that far. But like I said, at seven years old, I was taking a BMX bike with an engine on it down the highway, you know, Highway 96. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's that's the thing you see. And I I can't imagine the stuff that teachers see at that age because – at that age, they can be so smart. In in it, it, Jason's problem was yeah, somebody thanks, taught Jason. him how to weld. <laughs> right. Yeah, I hate Holy to open cow. this up, but because we we only have until noon here to do this, but and phone lines are ringing. I am expecting the stories now on the text line and and on the phones of the stuff that you got away with yeah. that your parents don't know. Yeah. For everyone who says my kid wouldn't do that. Feel free to give us the stories to to make EJ nervous and to prove everybody wrong that, yes, you're the kid that would do it. I'm, I'm waiting for the text from Stephanie that says you can't fill in anymore. <laughs> right? This, right. Is, this is terrifying me. Too nerve-wracking. All right, we need to get to a break. Damon, everybody else, hang on the line here. We'll get to your calls next on KMBZ. I told EJ he could request music. This was the request. This is the Wood Brothers are now, like, my obsession. This, this song called When I Was Young. It is a fantastic... Read the lyrics. It's a fantastic poem. It's a my favorite line from the song. I think about, now that I'm grown, I think about God, and I wonder, does he think about me? Fantastic line. Very nice. Wood Brothers. uh, When I was young. (laughs) As if you're, you did that as if you're, you know, down the hall, on on a music station down the hall. That's right. It's Wood Brothers. I I can still do the voice. Uh, So the conversation here is evolving in a really funny way into the things that you did that your parents didn't know that you got away with. You thought I was wound up before we did this story. I now see my future in four years, five years, six years, seven years. I am terrified 
of the things Lily J might do based on the stuff that's coming into the text line. Take notes, yes, of all the stuff you need to do to your house in the future here. And I was laughing. I said, EJ's heard the story before, but the worst I ever did as a kid, my mom knows this now. I told her about five years ago, but I, I'm an only child, just like your son is. And I was left at home alone a lot, um, like after school and stuff. And so when left to my own devices with Christmas gifts under the tree, I would take a razor blade and cut the tape <laughs> and see what was inside of those gifts and then delicately tape them back up and put new tape over the old tape. And mom never knew. She never knew till till I finally told her about five years ago. I'm not feeling so bad about that now. Like I never took a car. <laughs> I never. Yes, I what I did was was innocent compared to some of what's coming in. And here. I'm still struggling to come up with something that I did. Yeah. You and I were very well behaved. Children, apparently. Apparently yeah. we did not have enough fun. Yes. Apparently. This I disabled text line. I disabled the garage door, pushed the door up while mom was sleeping, pushed the car out of the garage, started it in the street, drove to Taco Bell. Had no idea. Yes. And got back home. Yes. Parents had no idea. Holy cow. All right, let's get some calls here. We'll get to as many as we can. Damon, first up in KCMO. Thanks for hanging on, Damon. No problem. How you doing, Damon? <laughs> Good to hear you, Egypt. I just want to share a story, and this is about something my kids did to me, and, and, and they never seem to cease to amaze me on how smart can, kids can actually be. A uh, story about when they were uh, five and six, and uh, my son would just started school. My daughter was just getting ready to start school, but she was in daycare. And they both went to the daycare in the um, morning time to wait for my son to go to school. And the bus driver that took him from the house to the uh, daycare must have made a joke against my son and made, my, made all the other kids laugh at him and hurt his feelings. So he decided, well, I can't whoop you, but I know my dad can. So I'll use my dad for a person that will beat you up. So he came home with the story and had his sister working with him and told me that the bus driver picked him up off his feet and choked him, and his feet was dangling. And I, I, I got real angry and said, what? And then my daughter told me, yeah, he choked him and everything. So I called the daycare, and they told me that, you know, they, they weren't there yet. So uh, they had left for the evening. So I said, in the morning, I'll go up there, and I'll talk with the lady who runs the place. So I was angry the whole night, and I got there, and I talked with the lady, and the lady was like, well, I don't think my bus driver would have done that, but he'll be here in a moment. So he comes in, and I see the guy, and I'm like, I know this guy went to school with him. And I asked him, I said, why would you choke my son like that, man? And he said, I didn't do that. And I just did not believe him that my son would lie to me about it, and my daughter too. So he made a cold word to something we came up with when we were younger. He said, on my mother's grave, I wouldn't do that. And that was something we would always say to let us know we weren't lying. So I, I went on and I, I pulled my kids out of that daycare and I was on my way home and I heard what he had said. And I stopped the car and I turned around to my kids and I said, wait a minute, did this guy really do what you said? They said, I want to know now, did he really do it? And my daughter broke down crying and said, no, he made me say he did he said he wanted you to beat him up because he made the kids laugh and i could not believe it my kids tried to put me in on an act to beat a man up because he made a little joke on him and made the other kids laugh that's how kids can be wow okay there's another warning for you <laughs> yeah watch out <laughs> he's about to have a heart attack the, the, the crazy thing is Thanks, at least once or twice a week I'll say, did you do this? Yes. 
Did you really? Because you, it's one of the th- washing hands is a big one, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's but it's one of those things where you just know he didn't do it. I have yet to check on him, and he lied to me. He always does it. So that's the thing. It's um, it's a tough one because you just you want to believe your child, but you also know you just. They're He's, not malicious about it. No. It's not with bad intention. They're just kids. Exactly. That's what kids do. I'll tell you, I'll, I wash my hands and you'll never know. Right. Well. Here's the text line. Yeah, my son super glued my ex-wife's windows up in her new Highlander. I'm, I mean. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's awesome. one to write down and save for yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's uh, take our last call here. Melanie in Oak Grove. Hey, Melanie. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, my husband was the youngest of nine kids, grew up on a farm. He would drive to the small town near them before he was even old enough to count change. He would gather up change, take it into the small town, drive to town, put it on the counter, and buy a candy bar. Okay. And all of the kids, so I'm, you know, when you say, you know, underestimating your kids, mm-hmm. um, his, their dad would weld bricks onto, or blocks onto the tractor when the kids were little, when they were still in elementary school, so they could drive the tractor and help out with the farm work. So they all knew how to drive. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Melanie. Appreciate the call. You're welcome. Thanks for getting in. I think that probably does it for calls here. Yes. What's wrong? Do you like- <laughs> I would take my dad's keys, text, text line, line, and hide them so he would think he'd lost them and couldn't go to work until he found them. So he stayed home and played with me all day. I Very was nice. three or four years old. There are your lessons. Parents, if you haven't thought of stuff, there you go. All right. EJ's debating whether to stick around, so that would be a surprise <laughs> afternoon. Uh, still to come in the next hour, would you pay for first class on Frontier Airlines? Get to that a lot more coming up in the next hour here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 